continue talking about this novel part two novel name is vatican wedding and it's mostly fiction inspired and true events that might happen to somebody names characters places incidents are either product of imagination and any resemblance to actual people just coincidence or been changed to protect privacy fair use however please consider this book as a sci-fi and any resemblance just coincidence the whole story honestly unbelievably mind-blowing so please read and listen us on ebooks and podcasts by artist team tblc portion of this novel contains third-party content constitute fair use under federal copyright laws works are meant to be educational scholar in nature criticism scientific research prologue my name is Leah and team tblc public relationship agency also known as should start and Detective Attorney Matt Blues is a business partner. We like to investigate all kind of true life events as pro bono. And this time we decide to investigate a bizarre case about a star surgeon, influencer, a divorcee, doctor named Paul Arini, who claimed to be a friend with a Catholic pop and a God-blessed world-known surgeon. Paul has been convincing, convincing his friends, followers and fiancé Bonita, NBC anchor in New York, that they were going to be um, wed by Vatican, by Pope, and novel was inspired by two events. There could be a lot more victims of this kind of influential business practices, love and marriage practices. So please and read and listen us on other podcasts and ebooks. Uh, we just like to bring our opinion and speculation. So there is a lot of questions to solve in this novel. If um, Dr. Paul Arini was actually a scammer and was the Pope really going to vet a divorced couple at the church. In true life's events, novel was inspired from. There could be a lot more victims of this kind of love and marriage practices. So please and read and listen to us on podcasts and ebooks. And this, the whole story honestly unbelievably mind-blowing. Chapter Wedding by Pop So Dr. Paul Arini was gone a lot, but it didn't really bother Bonita because of the all the good thing about him she thought kind of outweighed the difficulties between them and she figured out over time so it was okay. They would find a way to make everything work better anyway, so when it came to the wedding Paul decided he wanted to plan the whole thing, really just have Bonita show up and do nothing. Um, about the hustle of the wedding just um, picking up her dress and just show up for the ceremony and that's it and enjoy it Paul decided the two of them should marry in one of the most romantic places in the world in Vatican Italy by Pope but there is something that they had to sort it out before they even went forward with wedding plans one of those important things were um, that they need to figure out what uh, that Paul was still married and he technically uh, can't marry anyone and divorce hadn't gone through and they need to move through the process first then they would need to think about the other family life um, how it looked like uh, in a new place in Barcelona you know how they were going to include Bonita's daughter uh, quitting her current school and moving to Europe and feel comfortable and the biggest thing that I was figuring out where they're going to be living and how they how their life going to look like how they're going to manage um, merge their two busy careers and major issue 
was for their relationship at that point. And uh, that was continued to be a problem. However, um, Paul often was gone. And uh, during these times, he normally wouldn't communicate with Bonita. Uh, sometimes it would be just random too. Um, like he would be visiting her and then suddenly have to travel somewhere for emergency surgery or whatever. But Paul made it clear that his clients were some kind of high-powered individuals. So Bonita was kind of understanding all these minute trips. And Paul held position in London, Russia, Sweden. So Bonita would often not know exactly where he was at the time for days or even weeks. At the time um, he was gone, he became unreachable by phone because he said it was um, he was too busy with surgeries and phones are not allowed. By, by, the, by the time they start actually planning their wedding, Paul was gone even more. So um, he really planted and controlled the whole thing, as he told Bonita. He just wanted her to show up for the ceremony and enjoy it. Paul said he would handle all the details of the wedding. He wanted her just not just to start too much, he enjoy the whole process. Paul was insisted. Paul insist, insisted on having a Catholic wedding because he was a Catholic, even though Bonita herself wasn't a Catholic and she didn't really care much about the church wedding. Anyway, nevertheless, Bonita said um, she would marry him wherever and whenever. And she thought that it would be pretty much impossible for them to find a Catholic church that would marry them because they were both divorcees and um, that's not allowed in Catholic church anyway. But Paul told her, quote, don't worry about that. We got some special contacts in a room with the Pope himself and I can get it figured out aside from the fact we are divorcee. And Bonita argued, quote, I'm a Catholic, I'm not a Catholic. And the Catholic wasn't going to marry us. Uh, maybe we should ditch the whole Catholic wedding thing. And he, in response, he responded like, quote, No, 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 I'm going to talk to my contacts in Rome and to Pope him, himself. And it turns out that um, this contact was in the Vatican itself. So Paul, so Paul actually flew to Rome for meeting regarding the couple wedding. And later he called Bonita immediately, tell her that the Pope was going to marry them anyway, and Bonita was like, wow, this was too crazy, and she didn't believe him at first, and uh, she was like, quote, oh, the Pope doesn't marry people, and in response, Paul replied, yes, the Pope wants to marry us because we are both divorcees, but he thinks we are perfect poster couple to publish and push forward his new uh, forward-thinking ideas and agenda to change the whole Catholic Church situation, and Bonita had never heard of Pope just marrying random people. It felt like Pope would have more important things to do. But uh, Paul ended up convincing her anyway. And Bonita actually realized that Pope had um, married a handful of other couples. She googled it and she already been... Um, and she started believing maybe it's really possible that she is going to have a wedding at the church in Vatican by Pope. So just like that, disbelief turned into excitement and Bonita couldn't uh, be even more excited about getting married in Vatican. 
and her family and friends were obviously also in disbelief, but uh, they they trusted Bonita, and um, she really got used to the idea that Pop gonna marry them. She realized it was such a big deal, and wedding was going to be in something grandiose, and according to Paul, Pop himself uh, wouldn't be only famous person at the wedding. Paul also claimed that Beckhams and Clintons and Obamas would be all present as guests at the wedding, and he told Bonita that John Legend, Elton John, and Andrea Bocelli would be even performing there. So Bonita decided um, that it would be the best for her family members and friends to sign non-disclosure agreement then, and Paul said um, that this wedding would uh, actually be four days of affair held in Castle Gandolfo, uh, which was uh, the castle about 40 minutes outside of Rome. So Bonita got to meet with the wedding plan, plan team, and um, there were actually footage of them all meeting together and her telling them that Pope was going to marry them. And of course, they were just all blown up um, by the idea in Vatican wedding um, performed by Pope. And Bonita started working on multiple wedding dresses because this was kind of an um, over four day event and they were all wanted to do an outfit change during the final dance, like she would be wearing this kind of big puffy dress and then during the first dance with Paul, uh, he would rip it off so they could show some salsa moves they learned. You know, ripping off the wedding dress was something on underneath, of course, Bonita would, was in fairytale land. I mean, all her friends were really excited. This event should be extraordinary. Everyone couldn't believe that wedding was being described as described, and all Bonita's friends and family were very excited about it, but they also were a little nervous about the whole situation to figure out what they're supposed to wear in front of the pop and the, all the high-profile people in event like that. So it started to feel like it was a big of royal wedding and all these famous people were going to be there. So Pope himself was going to be there. So what should Bonita dresses look like? Chapter Things Got Rocky What should Bonita dresses look like? That was really her focus at that time because Pope... Paul was supposedly doing everything else for the wedding and however before the wedding even happened things started getting rocky in 2014 Bonita planned a trip for two of them to visit California to celebrate Thanksgiving as a family and around this time Paul started telling Bonita that he was worried about people who he called his enemies. Apparently Paul was under such a pressure and extreme stress according to him because of people who were against his work and him himself. And not, not long after that, uh, Paul's enemies, hearing about Paul's enemies, Bonita wakes up to a news article stating that colleague of a Paul at the Karolinska Institute were accusing him of a scientific misconduct. Uh, these doctors who had worked alongside Dr. Arini were part particularly uh, concerned with his new procedure involving uh, trachea transplants. Six of the medical journalists that Paul had been publishing, his research were considered uh, fraudulent with lies and falsifications according, according to his colleagues. 
and 6th of uh, Pelham article showed that the war actually lies in falsification there and the news started to spread. And a lot of people were hearing about it and Paul was very, very stressed out during that time. Uh, whenever Bonita asked um, Paul about all these allegations, he would maintain his innocence, saying that none of this was true and she wanted to believe him um, and wanted to support him as a truly loving partner. And uh, Paul also said this kind of criticism comes for anyone who is the revolutionally developing a new procedure and that there are always going to be haters and complications. But minor failures and complications really uh, didn't cover the situation uh, that were unfolding, unfolding with his patients. Hannah, the Korean toddler who Paul operated on just a uh, few months before, passed away before she even made out of the hospital. It was a devastating event to her family and so many people um, who worked with Hannah, including NBC anchor Bonita herself. So this uh, story that Bonita was covering as NBC anchor and she had gotten to know this little girl and couldn't believe that this was happening. Um, meanwhile, all the stories about Paul alleged scientific misconduct continued to make headlines, so Bonita jumped in and helped him um, as much as she could. Bonita's sister-in-law remembered that entire dining room table was being covered in paperwork about Dr. Arini. Bonita was going through a lot of tons of files, going through uh, full um, public relationship mode, trying to sell her husband, future husband's career and reputation. Shortly uh, after that, the news about Paul spread and the two of them went back to Italy for a nice weekend getaway. And during this brief vacation, Bonita started begging Paul to take her to where they were going to be wed, married, and um, she wanted to see it for herself. However, Paul was resistant. It was just one excuse after another. Quote, I couldn't understand what his resistance was. I'm like, please, I just want to see the place where we're going to get married, Bonita told the press. Eventually, Paul caved and ended up taking her to the castle Gandolfo, where he showed Bonita everything. Chapter Castle Gandolfo At the grand entrance of the castle Gandolfo, where Bonita would walk in, uh, was beautiful, and the lake um, where there would be a huge fireworks show was also unbelievably gorgeous. Paul said the wedding papers was already inside and waiting for them to sign, However, during the entire trip, Bonita noticed that Paul seemed to be um, really annoyed and something was really off and he seemed not, not to be himself when, he, when she just kind of pressed him about it and wondering why he seemed to be sort of a bad mood, he said that uh, he was fine. Paul was just stressed out about all these allegations and lies being spread about him. So not long after the trip, uh, Paul actually asked Bonita and her daughter to go ahead and make the move to Barcelona first, and he told her they would be living in a beautiful home together in Barcelona, Spain. 
Paul, this is the place where you and I will live for the rest of our lives. I love you, Paul told Bonita. He convinced Bonita to quit her job as NBC anchor in New York, and she did, which was a big move for her, and scary too. Because, But she trusted the guy and completely uh, relied on him. So they even pulled Bonita's daughter, Lucinda, out of private school and they made plans to move her to Barcelona school. However, it came down to, when it came down to do it, there were three or four separate instances when they were supposed to leave, but Paul wouldn't make it. Um, Paul would be called into emergency, some kind of surgery, and have to fly out somewhere suddenly again, and she was so frustrated by this. Chapter The Pope's Plans Bonita was annoyed by Paul being inconsistent, but she understood that his career is more important and was incredibly um, important, especially with her quitting her job. Uh, Paul now was going to be sole breadwinner for the whole family, so she needs to understand that and trust it and be cool about all that. So about eight weeks before uh, the wedding, two of them are supposed to have this um, preparation uh, with all the celebrities were in a room being married by Pope Bonita was at a spa with her friends just having a chill day and uh, she was just sitting there and then suddenly she gets an email and she starts reading this and everything falls apart in a few seconds quote I see this email and it is from a colleague and it says we need to talk and it was um it has a link to an article that shows that the pub is not going to be in Rome on July 11, the wedding date, Bonita told the press. According to the article, the pub was going to be in South America and wedding was supposed to be in July 11, 2015 and the pub is not going to be there. So obviously this immediately raised a huge red flag for Bonita and this article made it clear that Pope had also planned this trip for a long time ago and it didn't include Bonita's wedding. So Bonita, of course, felt sick to her stomach as soon as she read this and her whole world kind of came crashing down in an instant. She was absolutely furious and called Paul immediately and demanded answers, asking him Uh, what the hell was going on, but this manipulation and lies only continued. Paul made it a quite interesting story. He said the Pope Benedict was trying to undermine the Pope Francis because of his progressive ideas and agenda. So he was trying to stop him from being able to involve in the wedding, blah, blah, blah. And according to Paul, the Pope had made some, some kind of radical ideas for the wedding day including being able to get communion for everybody just including divorced people and gay people which is typically not allowed so paul would also told bonita that pope wanted to have anyone who was gay at the wedding be able to have communion as well and that was a huge that was going to be a really revolutionary statement to everyone about the direction the new Pope wanted to push Catholicism in. Even though Bonita thought this was what seemed to be too much crazy fantasy, she still wanted to believe her man and love, and love the idea and wanted to help. Did the Pope really wanted to make those changes 
I don't know. Anyways, Bonita accepted it and they, they were all really excited about the Vatican wedding when she first found out the Paul really just blamed the Pope Benedict for all the changes because he was trying to stop the wedding from happening. And however, Bonita was, wasn't falling for this anymore and she had felt like she really woke up to who Paul really was. Paul was a pathological liar and um, that she was constantly being fed lies after lies. So Bonita began to question everything Paul ever told her, everything he ever promised her or did. She began making phone calls after phone call to, to the venue where they were supposed to be married, to the people who were working on the wedding preparation. Bonita called multiple organizations and spoke to multiple people who supposedly were going to be working on a wedding event, uh, but none of them knew anything about the wedding. None of them even had uh, heard about Dr. Paul Arini. Obviously, Bonita felt incredibly frustrated, first of all, just because Paul was lying to her, and uh, but also because these uh, were calls and things that she could have taken care of a month ago. Chapter Cat and Mouse a couple weeks after um, till their wedding, Paul insisted that Bonita didn't get involved in anything wedding-related because he wanted to surprise her. So, because Bonita has spent a lot of her career investigating the truth for work as NBC journalist, she decided to go ahead and investigate her own fiancé Paul and get through and get truth herself. So she basically started uncovering everything layer by layer, piece by piece. Quote, I made it very strategic decision to start playing a cat, cat and mouse game, Bonita told the press. Basically, she didn't let Paul know that she was um, onto him. She was just starting investigating behind his back. Quote, I wanted to get all the information that I could before I really confronted him about anything, about the lies he could possibly make. Clearly, he wasn't going to tell me the truth himself. Bonita told the press. Meanwhile, Bonita has hired two private investigators, one in the United States and another one, and the other one in Italy. And she wanted to have complete proof before she confronted her fiancé Paul, because he was such a weasel about everything that she wanted to have and the facts ready and the allegations against them and the allegations against Dr. Paul Arinu for scientific misconduct were really heating up drastically. The Karolinska, Karolinska Institute was now looking into claims that Dr. Arini fabricated parts of his medical research and Bonita told Paul about that because of all these allegations and all the stress he was under she felt it would be best to postpone the whole wedding. Uh, and because the wedding was right around the corner, she needed to let people know immediately because a lot of people were really flying out for the event and had made a lot of arrangements already. So just weeks before the Vatican wedding, Bonita sends out an email to everybody letting know um, that the wedding is postponed. Quote, Dear family and friends, our guest, it's um, 
as with the extraordinarily heavily heart i'm right i'm writing this to inform you that due to unforeseen and unfortunate personal circumstances we have to cancel the whole event our wedding on july 11th in italy we greatly respect the length and expense you have undertaken in order to make plans to celebrate it with us in the summer and we are deeply sorry for the great inconvenience this caused to you we respectfully ask for some privacy and understanding to figure out our next steps. Thank you. And a lot of people had just job on the ground after Bonita's email. One of the ways that, that Paul was able to explain his special connection to the pop um, and um, uh, was because uh, he said he was his... Uh, personal doctor and apparently after Bonita's own investigation she learned that Paul wasn't in fact was not Pop's personal doctor they gave her a statement saying that there was no personal doctor of the Pop with the name Arini in addition to that Pop has surely never promised perform wedding to Dr. Arini or anybody else so Pop doesn't know anybody with such name and on July 11th, the Pope was traveling to Latin America, and this was on his agenda a long time ago, even before the wedding announcement. This was enough for Bonita. It also became clear very quickly that Paul didn't know the Obamas, Elton John, John Legend, Clintons, etc. Other famous people he claimed to know all invited to Vatican wedding. And the hundreds of thousands of dollars um, engagement ring the Paul gave to Bonita she got upraised and turns out it was only worth a couple thousand dollars and the Italian private investigator that Bonita hired ended up finding out that Paul still was married to his current wife Bonita couldn't believe that her fiance Paul was still in an active marriage but at this point once she figured all this out she had already quit her job not to mention that Bonita also pulled her daughter out of private school so they could move to Barcelona. And they had spent at least $50,000 already on the wedding arrangements. But despite all these terrible um, things coming to light, Bonita still wanted to go to Italy when they were supposed to get married to continue her own investigation. And Bonita actually booked her flights for July 11. 2015 which was the day she was supposed to uh, get married to the man of her dreams but instead she toasted herself with a glass of champagne in between tears on a plane at 6 p.m which was the time they were supposed to get married chapter italian vacation investigation bonita said she wanted to go to italy anyway to her wedding venue and take it all, all the stuff she was never supposed to have. And then she also wanted to go to Barcelona to see the house that Paul had and so clearly been hiding from her the whole time. So two of her close friends, Lori and Jesse, also had the flights for the wedding originally, but they weren't be able to cancel them. So they all decided to just join Bonita out there and uh, three of them kind of uh, went on this quest to find out more truth while they were in Italy trip. Her friend suggested that maybe she put on 
on some gowns she already purchased just for the wedding pictures for some kind of fashion magazine so Bonita did that and she said it was kind of devastating but also empowering her to give her courage to keep on going and find out more truth after all of them left Italy they went to Barcelona Bonita was convinced that the house in Barcelona that Paul had been living and was hiding from her was kind of a missing link so during the whole time Bonita and Paul were still texting in fact Bonita told Paul that she had gone to a lake in upstairs New York for a weekend and Paul claimed that he was working in Russia at the time quote Paul has no idea that I'm in Europe we are in Barcelona we are getting ready to do a little road trip Bonita told the press it was also known as a stakeout and Bonita wore a blonde wig to disguise herself and they drove up uh, the long hill and Paul's home they would drove uh, would pulled off on the side of the road and take pictures then flipping out the camera and it was clearly that the mission was they were trying to keep it light and fun but it was kind of uh, the only way Bonita could keep herself going and as they approached Paul's house Bonita actually saw him outside of his home and realized that Paul wasn't definitely wasn't in Russia as he told her it was simply an another lie and Bonita actually started recording Paul when she noticed that uh, he wasn't alone at the house he was actually with a woman and two children in a car quote my heart was pounding when I saw Paul coming down the steps with his dog and his white t-shirt black shorts with the little children coming down the stairs as well my heart was in my chest like um, on a puke and I just learned that Paul had another woman in Italy living in a house in Barcelona when he claimed he was just still in process of getting divorced from somebody completely different Bonita reported to press she wanted to get out of the car and just confronted him but she felt paralyzed and she became really concerned about the other two children that were there it wasn't their fault and children and the other woman probably had no idea what was going on and Bonita didn't want to traumatize them as well once Bonita saw Paul's children, she couldn't move. So they decided that her friends instead would go get out of the car and go to Paul's house to drop him a gift. A wedding gift for the wedding that didn't happen. So they just rolled up on the house and Bonita was watching the whole thing out of inside the rental car when two of her friends knocked at the door. Paul opened the door and looked completely shocked. And all he said was wow he was clearly nervous just kind of shifting his weight from side to side his eyes were darting around like he was trying to figure out what light he had tell had to tell them now and how he was going to explain this the whole house with another woman and two children paul was kind of trying to maintain that smoothness to keep his cover going and he asked Bonita's friends why they all doing here at his house anyway so the friends replied that they were only reason they were uh, here because they had non-refundable tickets for the wedding that they were just kind of made up a trip anyway so they wanted to just stop by and give him this wedding gift for him so a normal reaction from a normal person would be obviously 
invite people in and offer some uh, coffee or tea or water and um, it would be typically pretty nice to pretty nice to invite people coming from different country inside for some water coffee or whatever but instead Paul was like quote where is your car you have to leave so they got a hint that uh, he didn't want them there so they just left and Bonita saw the whole thing and it was so angry so she just started wailing in her car like furious and driving away from Paul's house in Barcelona Chapter Paul's Piano So after Euro trip, Bonita decided to go back to the States and try to pull her life together. One of the first things um, that she wanted to do, obviously, was get, in reading, get rid of this uh, piano Paul gave her, and she didn't want any reminders of the Paul. And one of the biggest reminders of him was, of course, the piano. So Bonita actually sold it out to a woman on the credit list, and later two of them became friends. And, and the buyer of the piano mentioned to Bonita that piano uh, had pre-recorded classical songs on it. And at the point, Bonita's jaw dropped even more. So it turns out that piano Paul played at her house, impressing her, was actually uh, a machine with pre-recording um, music and he was pretending to play piano. In fact, he was kind of dusting off the keys, not really playing it. It took a huge emotional toll on Bonita when she started realizing what kind of fraud Paul was and she was so stupidly blind and love with this man. It was very hard for her and um, uh, like Paul was uh, her life, her the whole future, whole world and then having it all crashed down in an instant. Bonita now felt like she had the responsibility to expose Dr. Arini because she feared out that this guy could hurt other people and he was actually a surgeon operating on people and there were a lot of complaints already and concerns going on about his practices and chapter what goes around comes around. So Bonita ended up writing two emails to Karolinska University to tell them that Dr. Paul Arini wasn't the man who is claimed to be. But Bonita didn't know that um, there, were other, there were other people who do does, does the same. A lot of uh, doctors, Arini colleagues, had caught him um, on the misconduct and lies and were trying to bring to this attention of the, to the public. One journalist in particular, Alan Ofsky, had heard of Paul, the world-renowned surgeon who had actually been having an affair with a TV producer covering his story, and he decided to go ahead and take a look at the case. He thought the case was super interesting. He investigated all the places that Paul had claimed to have education from and work with, and Alan thought it was just too crazy that such a uh, big lie perpetrated by just one person who was really at the, who wasn't really at the pinnacle of his profession even. So Alan decided to do a deep dive and pulled every resume Paul could find on Dr. Arini from any any places, any conferences. He pulled it all on a giant spreadsheet. When he looked at everything that Dr. Arini had claimed to do, he realized there was no possible way one person could achieve so much, 
Nobody could. It was true. It was true. Alan realized that if Dr. Arini claims were true, he would have had to be a, a professor at four universities at the same time, at the different locations. All at the same time, Paul has listed that he was at University of Alabama receiving his master's degree in biostatistics, and at the same time he was doing fellowship in thoracic surgery in Europe. So the journalist Alan contacted the university and find out that biostatistics degree was fake, and so was his fellowship in Europe. It became clear that Dr. Arini was lying about all that, and he had done it in the United States, and um, and and in Europe. Obviously, that uh, was all very concerning for a guy who was performing serious, groundbreaking surgeries, working on people's uh, throats. Even though Alan actually discovered that Paul had lied about teaching at university in Italy, some of his colleagues actually knew about it and been trying to raise the concern for a while. So, uh, not uh, it was extremely clear that Dr. Arini was such a giant fraud. Dr. Arini had lied about his qualification, his experience. He was now traveling for performing human experiments, pretty much discussed groundbreaking surgeries. So, the reporter and other colleagues who Dr. Arini had worked with in the past tried to the best to get attention on high ups to warn them about him. So members of Karolinska University first came to concern about Paul's seemingly groundbreaking surgeries. When 24 years old Turkish woman named Yakima was brought to Paul after routine elective surgery in her home country resulted in a nictra hair. So she was hoping that Dr. Paul could help her. When other surgeons were unable to perform um, the surgery, Paul still um, took course of action and was uh, inoperated on Yakima. Dr. Arini had already performed four of these trachea implants, so Yakima was flown into Sweden, where Paul would be operating, but this operation made everything so much worse, and after Dr. Sarini's surgery, Yakima ended up requiring over 200 additional procedures just to correct his procedure and she got uh, complications all over her body and these complications led to multiple strokes leaving her partially blind unable to walk and the emotional and physical stress that Yakima was going into really took a toll even on her caretakers in ICU because they saw this little young girl going through so much torture and it obviously that Yakima wasn't getting any better, so her care team started looking more into Paul. And after looking through these medical papers, um, they discovered once again how clearly things didn't add up uh, when comparing this documentation published by Dr. Arini versus the actual medical charts of the patients. Everyone realized that Paul had been falsifying data to make his surgery look better and results um, to look and one of his patients one of his patients back in 2011 who went through the procedure became much worse after the procedure even though Paul reported that patient was asymptomatic 
and uh, tumor-free. He claimed that healthy trachea was developing, but patient, however, uh, but the patient real biopsy show up showed that trachea was completely dead, and patient ended up with a collapsed lung because of this operation. Another one of his reports was written in a way that made it seem like Dr. Arini's patient were going well in recovery for surgery, but turns out they actually died. So once again, Dr. Sarini Kolik was certain that Paul had been falsifying his data, endangering people's life, and they were put together a 500-page complaint outlining all the accusation. However, the response to the report was basically nothing, and nobody wants to do anything about it. It took the Karolinska University officials several months uh, just to launch an official investigation on Dr. Sarini, but eventually they put it out a statement saying, even though his work didn't always meet the standards, there was no scientific misconduct, uh, so his work would be continued at the university was trying to save its own reputation. Everyone who was involved in trying to expose Paul was pissed. But meanwhile, Bonita was planning to share her the whole story with the public for the first time, and she ended up deciding to go with the Vanity Fair article in January 2016. Chapter Vanity Fair The Vanity Fair article that was published finally came out and detailed all the personal professional misconduct of Dr. Arini. And when public heard of all these details and all the fraudulent activity of poor people were very pissed. Not long after the Vanity Fair article came out, an additional documentary was published called Fatal Experts and it really raised additional concern about Dr. Arini's techniques and they even published footage of Paul admitting to an issue with one of the patient's artificial trachea even though he was still moving forward with another patient. And during this, his interview, Paul himself deferred the blame, saying this um, patient who lost the lives died from other complications that were underlining, and he denied everything and said uh, it wasn't his work that led to the death of the patient. Quote, it's difficult and it's difficult to be attacked by people and be in front of pages. If we did anything wrong, then I would understand, but I don't believe we did anything wrong, Paul reported to the press. However, the public just didn't believe Dr. Arini anymore. With all the additional information from the Vanity Fair article, Karolinska Institute had no choice but conduct further investigation. And during that investigation, the leadership of both Karolinska University and the leadership of Nobel Prize Committee in Medicine were all resigned. They finally ended up deciding to reverse the initial conclusion on Paul Dr. Arini and suspended him and found him guilty of scientific misconduct. And um, uh, this day, only one of the eight people who received uh, the artificial trachea from Dr. Paul Arini is still alive. And the person actually had to hear his... Trachea removed and replaced with a donor organ. Quote, I want Dr. Arini to go to trial. I want him to go to jail. And I want him to look around the courtroom and see the families of the people whose lives he destroyed, see my face, and at least be forced to 
whatever few seconds to look at at us in the eye and maybe understand what he did then I want him to be held accountable and I think he needs to be behind bars the patient reported Bonita's last communication with Paul was a long text quote you know this old jigs up I know you all fraud how could you do this do this to me It was long message and uh, all Dr. Arini could say back was wow. Just like before, it was his favorite response to everything. Bonita was most angry about what Paul did to her daughter. An innocent child who just lost her father to cancer it has been through a lot and Bonita really had hope that Paul would be a great person in her daughter's life, a father figure potentially. And it was all ripped away from the child with a lot of embarrassment. And Dr. Arini was um, officially indicted for aggravated assault for three deadly procedures that took place in Sweden. And as uh, right now, he's continued to deny all the charges. His trial is supposed to take place somewhere in 2022. So please stay tuned um, for how all this unravels and we will revisit this article when the trial is going on. Thank you so much. Stay tuned.